0: to a new episode of the Trueball Podcast. For this episode and a couple of other subsequent ones, we have a treat for everyone. We're debuting a new series called Soccer for Newbies. This series is going to be for everyone that watches a game of soccer and You've always been watching it, but maybe you understand a little bit. Maybe you don't understand anything at all. But we all started from somewhere. Even myself, a podcast host, I started from somewhere in my knowledge of the soccer, also known as the beautiful game. So the series are going to be divided into the each positional groups. We're going to be talking about the goalkeeping position. The defender position, the mute field position, and the forward position. So we'll be talking about each position, the different uh, ways the positions could be used, how each coaches differ in their own philosophy. I'm sure you've heard of the word philosophy a lot. We'll be talking about a little bit about that what the philosophy is what principle of play is because those things those two things are very very different and we'll be talking about attacking style defending style attacking philosophy defending philosophy and how each position plays into the team and now at the end of it all we're gonna tie everything together, see how the defenders influence the game, how the midfielders influence the game, and how the attackers or the forwards also influence the game. So, for our first ever episode, we'll be talking about the goalkeeping position or the goalie for short. Without further ado, let's go! For the goalie position, it is broadly divided into two major categories. We have the traditional shot stopper and we also have the ball playing goalkeeper slash sweeper skipper. To start with the traditional shot stopper, as the name implies, is primarily responsible for replaying shots on goal from the opposition. That is all he has to worry about. That's what he's been employed for. What being paid for. So, usually goalies of this caliber, they're usually really, really good at stopping one-on-ones, and also commanding the six-yard box, which is the area around the goal, around the goal. So they're exceedingly good at stopping short stopping. They have really, really high safe percentages, which is the percentage of the shots that they face that did not result in a goal. So the higher the safe percentage, the higher rated the goalie tends to be. This goalie, you could also say that they are mostly found in defensive teams. These are teams that their bread and butter is sitting back in front of their goal line condensing the space in front of their goal line, forcing oppositions to go wide and go around rather than go through them. And while this is mostly found in defensive teams, attacking teams also sometimes employ these tactics if they're trying to see out a win, if they're trying to grind out a result because everybody needs to do that every once in a while. And if they're just trying to frustrate a more superior position because even high caliber teams tend to meet teams that are even more better than them on occasion. So, a traditional short stopper is not concerned about playing out from the back. When it comes to goal kicks, he's going to off it up the field, probably to a target man, which could be a midfielder or a forward. They knock it down and then they start attacking from the other end of the pitch. So, the traditional shortstopper, when it comes to goalies, when it comes to beating up attacks, the risk is much, much farther away from them, because they are not particularly skilled at uh, playing out from the back and withstanding opposition pressure, and being really, really good at short and medium length passes to beat the opposition press. Notable examples of this type of shortstopper, which I think the most famous one is Jan Oblak of Atletico de Madrid, Thibaut Courtois of Real Madrid, David De Gea of formerly of Manchester United. So these three goalkeepers, they have been very, very highly regarded when it comes to being the position of a traditional shortstopper. They have exceedingly high save percentages. David de Gea, formerly Manchester United, at a particular time in his career, he was being primarily responsible at multiple seasons for keeping Manchester United, helping Manchester United secure the UEFA Champions League spot. Yeah, and Oblag, his name name goes without mention because Atletico de Madrid, although they're a top, top team in the Spanish La Liga, Atletico de Madrid that... Legendarily known for their defensive tactics, which isn't to say they are boring to watch. They are exceedingly fun to watch. They score a lot of goals, which most people wouldn't expect for a defensive team. But when it comes to the big matches, Atlético de Madrid will be very, very happy to sit in front of their in front of their own box and spring devastating counter-attacks. So yeah, no black of Atlético de Madrid. Exceedingly known for being a highly, highly regarded shot stopper, and also Thibaut Courtois of Real Madrid as well. Enough has been known about him; he has been highly influential in several UEFA Champions League final matches for Real Madrid. Most recently, in the Champions League of the two seasons ago, where Real Madrid won, he was very influential in pulling out some notable saves to help his team progress through the knockout stages. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are going to talk about the ball-playing goalkeeper slash superkeeper. Thank you. Keeper, as the name implies, this is the type of goalkeeper that, uh, in addition to being a very highly capable shot stopper and protecting the goal, also needs to be highly capable in building up attack for his team, recycling possession, and also sweeping up dangerous counter-attacking balls that have made their way over the back of his defense as we can see by this example description alone we see three major tasks that a ball playing goalkeeper needs to be very adept at starting with the being sweeping over dangerous balls that have gone over the back of his his own defense. This is referred to as the sweeping role. In modern-day football now that we are, teams tend to press as close to the opposition goal as possible. So that facilitates the covering of possession in dangerous areas, which can also lead to the create of higher quality chances. disadvantage to this modus modus operandi is that teams are usually sacrificing a lot of space behind their own opposition defense. The two key ways where teams try to negate this advantage is number one, through training of their center backs to being really, really adept at catching out opposition players using what we call the offside trap. The other skill is using the goalkeeper who more often than not has a much higher starting position from his goal line and using them to sweep up dangerous balls when such a time as the opposition team managed to beat the offside trap. The saying goes. So if the opposition team manages to beat the offside trap, the goalkeeper comes racing out of his goal area to no, either, number one, completely clear the ball upfield to a safer area, or number two, for more adept goalkeepers of this type, they secure the ball, they recycle position, and sometimes these tend to Lead to a more higher quality chance for their own team. This is the role of a sweeper keeper. The second role that we described was the role of being highly capable of being the base at which the attack of their own team is started. As we said earlier, teams tend to favor a lot of attacking as close to the opposition team as possible. And the disadvantage of this for the team with the possession is that uh, they usually have very, very little amount of space to work with to beat the opposition press. And the number one, well, the two... Primarily key positions that are very, very crucial is the role of the centre back and the role of the goalkeeper. We'll focus on the goalkeeper for now. The goalkeeper needs to be very, very adept at short and medium length passes, and when the altercation calls for it, longer length passes. The pass accuracy is the key statistic that usually accounts for how good a keeper is at playing short passes, playing medium pass, medium length passes to try to beat the opposition team press. And this, if and when a team successfully beats the press, there's usually acres of space left to be exploited of the opposition team. But without a goalkeeper that is really, really adept at short passes, short length passes and medium length passes with a very, very high passing accuracy, passing accuracy of less than 85% and above is usually really, really high of, of, of a statistic that shows that a goalkeeper is really adept at this type of passes. So, being able to really withstand tons and tons of opposition pressure, be very, very calm or under pressure, and also execute pinpoint passes with very, very high levels of precision it's one of the skill sets that uh, ball-playing goalkeepers are really, really excel at. And uh, the last skill, which would be recycling possession, usually when, if a team manages to, let's say they have been in possession for a long time, but the opposition team go on a pressing trigger and they force the team with the possession to go all the way back to the goalkeeper, This necessarily, this necessarily isn't a bad thing. Because if the opposition team are pressing from a particular angle and the goalkeeper receives the ball, they can usually with great efficiency redirect the pass to another angle that isn't, that isn't suffering from, from as much intense press. And that can also lead to the creation of a high quality chance. So recycling possession, building possession in the first place, and uh, being a very effective superkeeper. keeper is one of the top, top skills of a ball-playing goalkeeper slash a sweeper-keeper goalkeeper. This is seen as the next developmental cycle of the goalkeeper. Usually in the early 2000s to the early 2010s, this was a period where the traditional shortstopper was the predominant type of the goalkeeper. But goalkeeper, Throughout the mid-2010s to up until now, the ball-playing goalkeeper is the new standard for high-quality teams. Although some high-quality teams still favor a traditional stopper-esque type of goalkeeper, but they still have some notable qualities in the ball-playing department. Maybe they're not as notable as the traditional short-stopping duties, but there's still some notable skills that they're not completely bereft of the skills either so this is mostly for high quality teams they are usually going after high quality boss ball playing goalkeepers because they are traditionally very very good at short stopping but they are also exceptional at building up of possession some notable names include the manoneur of fc bayern munich uh this could be seen as the goalkeeper that led to the rise of this type of the ball playing goalkeeper. Maninor under Pep Guardiola and Bayern Munich at the time was simply excellent. He was unpressable. He was literally seen as another outfield player. He was used as another outfield player in this accord plus his goalkeeping duties and is the benchmark for how good a ball-playing goalkeeper should be. Some other notable names is Edison of Manchester City, Alisson of Liverpool, and uh, Marc-Andre Ter of FC Barcelona. Although these are the main classifications of the goalkeepers, each coach plays football differently, so they place different values on the traditional shot stopping or the ball playing goalkeeper so even among these two main classifications there are still some variations that we can see based on each coaching preference each team preference each league preference so different variations so this is while this can be seen as a broad classification there are other sub other sub classification that are also available under these two main classifications as well. And uh, but knowing to these two broad classifications, it will be very very easier to identify the other sub classification. You can say, "Oh, this goalkeeper, yeah, he does this this way," but it can still be traced back to this. But so, the knowledge of these two broad classifications will really really help. In uh, deepening the knowledge of the tactics, deepening the knowledge of football. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening to another episode of the True Ball Podcast. We're truly grateful for spending time with us and using a portion of your time to listen to this episode. Uh, we apologize for the small hiatus we have. We had some life happened as they say but we are truly back now and we'll be producing more consistent episodes moving forward we're truly grateful for remaining with us we uh we truly appreciate your loyalty and we promise to reward your loyalty by more consistent episodes in the future and we're very very happy to say that we have a very very good companion to this podcast episode series. We wrote a book, we released a book about the evolution of soccer tactics throughout the entire world. We focus on each continent. We mentioned some notable managers, some notable players that have played the beautiful game and have left, have pushed the boundaries of knowledge or tactics in general. Starting from the famous WM formation to the tiki-taka of the Spanish revolution and now to Attacking the Half-Space that we currently have now. For more knowledge, for more, or also an in-depth review, the book is available on Amazon. The title of the book is The Evolution of Soccer. The title of the book is The Evolution of Football Tactics historical insights into the beautiful game it is available on amazon and please buy it read it and i'm exceedingly sure it will be a uh, very very good to have on your shelf and it will also help into deepening the knowledge of tactics as we go further on during this series Thank you so much, everyone, for your time. We're truly, truly grateful. What alone cannot express our appreciation. Bye for now.